Welcome to the Next Level Healer podcast. We are building community to support your unique healing journey. I'm Evangeline Hemrick, your host, and I believe that every human being has the potential to be their own unique healer. We all have infinite possibilities of how we can be in service to the world and how we can help ourselves. This podcast is supported by my ministry, where I offer online courses, coaching, intuitive development, shamanic practitioner training, and so much more. You have not found this podcast by accident, and I'm so happy that you're here. Let's let the healing begin. This beautiful music is compliments of Isaac Perry. Happy New Year, my friends. Wow, it feels good to be back on here with you. I have been doing a lot of recording, but not on here because I really just go intuitively where I feel like creating. And I was doing so much content creation for the Next Level Healer coaching program and course, and also for the Expanding Sacred Shamanism course that I was on audio or video like all the time. And so now I'm back on here and really looking forward to bringing it all together in 2022 in a very cohesive way. I started a YouTube channel, so check that out if you haven't yet. But it's been my goal to combine the podcast and the YouTubes, just trying to figure out how I want to do that. And that freedom and flexibility is what I have brought to this whole venture of bringing my work online. And I just want to thank all of you who have been with me along the way. What a ride the last two years have been. A ride of creativity and connection and joy. I never would have dreamed that teaching courses online would have felt so good so connected (laughs) and creatively fulfilling. I have finally orchestrated things to where people who are drawn to work with me will have lots of different opportunities and levels to do so. For instance, on January 12th, I'm going to teach a two-hour gemstone class, just fun, really, really relaxed, spending a couple hours together talking about all of the ways that we can use gemstones for healing to make our lives better. So there will always be little short classes for someone who's just ready for maybe a little bit of what it's like to work with me. You can also always do coaching sessions where we do remote energy work and I have you either on the phone or on Zoom with me and we're going deeply into your healing goals, your focus for your own healing journey at this point or your offerings for how you're of service to the world. So that's always an opportunity too. And next week we kick off my shamanism course, which is a prerequisite to what I'm launching this year, the minister ordination program. And I'm super excited about that. That will come later because I really feel like the first seven modules of shamanic connection and right relationship to all of our relations 
the gemstones, the plants, the animals, the stars, the planets, all of that. We are in relation. We are a family. So we start with that on January 10th, and there's just always a ton of opportunities and ways to learn and grow with me if you're interested. So what I always say is just reach out. I'd rather have a free coaching session with you, a strategy session to figure out what course might fit you best at this time. And on the spring equinox, we'll kick off another round of next level healer training, which is energy healing certification and how to be a remote healer and how to do coaching at a distance with full on certification levels in that. And I cannot believe we just wrapped up the second group that have completed that course. (laughs) Wow. 2021 was action packed. So when you're in my private community, you get a lot of video and a lot of audio content from me all the time. And for those of you who would rather just do a monthly membership, you get all the individual courses that I teach, like the gemstone one that I'm getting ready to teach this month. At least once a month, I have a two-hour class. And so you get that, plus a whole lot of other training too. So yeah, reach out. For whatever level you're ready to work with me, I am ready for you. And we're going to have a beautiful new year. So I've been wanting to do an episode about the healing connection that we have with animals and how they help us in our healing work, actually, whether it's personally or the work that we do with other people. Animals play a huge role in this, and they do that in many different ways. I had wanted to talk about that. For a long time, I went through the crossover of my dog, Shanti, that you might remember if you've listened to my podcast. She was always in the room. (laughs) She was always my little podcast recording assistant, whether she was snoring or scratching and making noise. She was around and her energy benefited me in so many ways that I want to talk about. And now I have this little furball who's lying next to me as I record that I did not expect to come in my life. And that's how animals work with us in the most serendipitous, divinely unexpected ways. And they choose us. I'm certain about that. (laughs) But I couldn't even record for a while. It was so odd being without her that it just made me cry every time I would get in front of the mic to talk about that specifically. I was still recording all the time because I was right in the middle of my first group of Next Level Healers. We were in training when she crossed over. And we'll talk about her crossover, how beautiful and special it was. But to have that group with me, they were like total angels. It didn't feel at all like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to do this right now. It felt divinely orchestrated, the whole thing. And they just held such a special supportive space for me while I went through that, like I was holding for them as they were growing their healing practices and expanding their offerings, really fine-tuning and clarifying how they want to be of service to the world. It was just a beautiful thing how we came together at that time. And the week that she passed, she had just been on their Zoom training with me. So she's been a huge part of my healing work since 2009 when she came into my life. At the beginning of that year, I was chased in my neighborhood 
by a man who was probably leaving a drug house. That's what it seemed like. It seemed like he was um, definitely on some sort of intoxicant. And after I got chased, I was like, you know, I need a dog so that I can walk where I live. She came in my life not long after that through a beautiful person and and her mom, who was a client of mine, where they just intuitively knew that this was the dog for me. So as soon as I got her, we had a very spiritual connection and I could see her aura all the time. Like she always had this very purple, violet aura around her. And she was such a healing presence in the home that I worked in. I saw my clients at home in my office. And so she provided a lot of energy for the sessions. If you work near and around your pets, they are a conduit for raising the vibration of the sessions that you do. They also take on a lot of energy for us. And I've come to understand how that works a lot better through everything that she's taught me over the past 13 years. Our connection was so strong that when I moved out in the country and she was in um, an, a, a yard that wasn't fenced in in the country, I could sense it while I was in my office at work. I could sense if she had crossed the road and she was playing with her little buddy, the horse friend that she had across the street. <laughs> I could communicate with her energetically, telepathically to go back across the street and I would strengthen that beautiful purple aura I could feel around her. I would strengthen her energetic field for more safety and protection until she would get back across the street in her yard and I could feel it when it was done. I would feel complete with that and I could go back to focusing on my session. That's just how connected we were, no matter the distance. But her crossover taught me even more because she wasn't sick. She had a series of seizures that week where energetically we could always communicate with each other. And she was telling me, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And I want to go on in my own spiritual evolution for what's next for me as a soul. And I could be totally supportive of that because I knew it was true. She, she told me that she could remain with me for up to a month, but it ended up being one week where I feel like I stopped time and I focused on nothing but her for that entire week. And we said everything we needed to say. We did everything we needed to do. And she told me how thankful she was for everything that I had taught her about being human, about love that she had chosen me to watch me 24-7 every day and to learn how to love because she was going on to another density and having a different kind of soul experience. If you've never heard of this, if you've never heard of the soul journey of animals, a reference that I can give you is the teachings of the law of one. Now, these are channel teachings and the transcripts are not an easy read because it's the literal back and forth conversation of the people who were channeling the law of one. And I don't know how you feel about channeling at this point in your life, but if you've ever read any of the Abraham teachings from Esther Hicks, 
that's channeled information from higher non-physical beings. The word of advice I would give to you about channeling is look at the intention and look at the message that's being given. Is it control? Is it some type of manipulation or fear? Or is it about bettering ourselves only and about love? And that's exactly what the law of one teachings are about. But I'll give you an example from an excerpt I'm going to share. I'll share this in the show notes, but um, like here's a question about the animals and the the dying of our pets and, and how that works. <laughs> here's the question. Are second density creatures capable of any type of karmic connection in and among themselves or originating from themselves, connecting to third density entities rather than the other way? Okay, so what that means, if I break this down for you, is according to the law of one, we're having a third density incarnation and animals are referred to as second density creatures. One density, 1D would be like the elements, which we've all been all of this. I do know this to be true from my own near-death experience, not just from hearing it from other people. In the beautiful time that I got a glimpse of the other side, when I did not think I was going to stay here in this realm, I saw infinite dimensions that existence as possible and so many worlds and so many different kinds of lifetimes that we can create and live and how multi-dimensional we are at once too. So when you think of the elements or you think of the animals or the plants or the gemstones, remember that they are our family. We have been them. We have had that experience and we're just choosing different types of life to experience. It's a beautiful thing when you look at how free and creative and limitless and unending the process of our souls really is. And I got a glimpse of that firsthand. So I don't have to try to believe what the law of one is saying. I, I have seen it for myself in a very spiritual awakening moment that changed my life forever. My near-death experience changed everything about me. And it definitely made me not afraid of my crossover or anyone else's. So I could go into Shanti's crossover as much as I'd always feared it and dreaded it because I didn't want her to be away from me. When I knew that it was time for it, I could go into it without fear. Now, another part of the law of one that they talk about. So I, well, I answered I just showed you the question, but I'm going to read to you from the transcript just because I'd rather kind of translate it. If you've read their information for a while, it makes more sense. But the answer to the question that I read you, (laughs) oh, it says the bond of love, which has been awakened between the two entities and oftentimes awakened for the first time within the second density creature is that bond which will often tie these entities together until the second density entity has been invested into the degree necessary for graduation to the third density. Okay, I know that just sounds like a bunch of gibberish, so I'm going to break that down for you. Or maybe you got it just fine. The whole point of the pet human connection is the love. When we love up on them, it accelerates their spiritual growth. 
And now that I have experienced that firsthand through a 13-year relationship that was one of the most deepest connections I've ever had, honestly, with human or creature, I get it. I totally get what she was here to give me and teach me and what I was here to give her. It was that developmental process of we both learned to love more. And the love that I was able to share with her actually accelerated her growing process into a third density being. Now, what that looks like for her, I am not sure. She came to me in a dream one night and showed me the trajectory of the incarnation she had with me as a 2D being. She showed it to me and it was so beautiful because it looked like a constellation, but it was all the people that she touched and all the love that she shared while she was here in a sort of constellation trajectory manner of like how far out she reached and that love, how it impacted and grew everyone that she came in contact with as well as her, which I think is so beautiful. So she came to me in a dream that one time and then she came to me as a little Chinese girl (laughs) and said she was really excited to be a human. So I don't know, like that was um, just communication that we had in the dream state. But the very interesting thing that happened in her actual transition of her energy from her body, as I had my hands on her and I was praying over her and singing to her, and it was as good of a crossover as any human being could ever had. She had flowers and she had candles and she had ceremony and all of her friends came to see her and they brought her flowers and they brought her gifts. It was absolutely beautiful. But as I put my hands on her body, as she took her last breath, there was a, like a little earthquake quiver tremble through my body. It did feel like a small earthquake was like going through my body and her energy settled into my heart space. And it was weird. Like I did not expect for her to come into my space. I did not expect it at all because I was so proud and happy for her to make her cross over to the other side and to be on her way, on her journey. Why she did that, I'll never know, but it lasted for a week. And I didn't even start the grieving process until the following week when she truly left. She had left the building. And the funny thing was, as Austin and Steve, my husband and my son, they felt the absence of her once she was gone. They had a hard time understanding what I was talking about when I kept saying, she's in me. Her energy got in my heart space. I don't know if she was checking out like, okay, this is what it feels like to be human, to be in a human body. I don't know. I don't have all those answers. I just know it was absolutely delightful for one week. And when she was gone, I really missed her energy. And we know that other non-physical energies can occupy the space between our space. If you do energy work, I'm sure you felt it where a guide or an angel might step in to the space within your space, between your space, the atoms and molecules, you know, they're not solid anyway. And we see that a lot in bars and drug houses where unfortunately people who have addictions 
are drinking for someone else, maybe someone who crossed over and they are not doing their work and being responsible for themselves. They can just continue to use substances and, and utilize a human being that will do that addictive behavior for them. So it happens. Um, there can be a lot of things going on within what seems like our solid body. But it was a beautiful surprise that I had her for one week. And then she did make her transition. And that felt sad for me, of course, because we have to go through that grieving process of not having that energy in physical form anymore. But the celebration that I could do for her ascension and what it means for her that we loved each other so well. I feel like the whole point of that 13 years spent together was love. And isn't that kind of the point of this whole thing? If we come back to that as human beings here, having this experience together, no one can control us or manipulate us about the dying process because death is just another sacred portal like birth. And the whole point of this whole dimension and human experience with all the duality and all the contrast, all the choices is love. We grow the more we learn how to love and the better we get at it. So that's what she gave me. It was an extraordinary gift to have her in my life. And I'd like to hear from you about the healing power and potential of animals in your own life. And maybe you might look differently at having your pet around in healing sessions or if you're doing remote sessions especially. They'll just settle right in and they love the energy work. They absolutely love it. And that doesn't even begin to scratch the surface with how all of the animals of nature deliver spiritual messages to us all the time. In shamanic practice, every animal is teaching us spiritual lessons if they show up, if they give us a transmission in the wild, even if we receive an image or a likeness of a particular animal as a gift, there is a spiritual message in that. In the shamanism training that I do, that's beginning on January 10th, we take a full module to go deeply into power animal journeys, animal spirit connections, and how we are taught God teaches us through the animal kingdom. We're taught so much about ourselves. We're given warnings. We're given messages and lessons. If we just pay attention to nature all around us. And animals do come in our life when we need them, when we need a little warning to get back on track or a spiritual message that we are on the right track with our spiritual growth and our path. It's all there. It's all there for us. I'll share some resources in the show notes too, like Ted Andrews has a beautiful book called Animal Speak. That is a great resource for just a quick look up if, oh, wow, I just saw a raccoon and it seems like maybe there was more to that encounter. Maybe there was a spiritual message in that. And so here I am in my recording studio with little Kona who came in our lives way before I was ready. I wasn't looking, I wasn't searching it was truly like he was plopped down <laughs> into our existence from heaven. So here he is, and make no mistake, you will notice those synchronicities of souls that come in your life, whether they are 2D 
souls or third density humans. I love thinking of life in this beautiful way that we come together to teach each other and to grow in love. So I'd love to hear your healing stories about animals. That's just a little bit I wanted to share with you about my sweet Shanti, my sidekick, who's no longer with me in the podcast, but the podcasts are going to continue to develop and grow into support for healing practitioners, as well as little stories like this. I like sharing stories that are beneficial and have a purpose to help you understand yourself better. That's why I share everything that I do. I have the storyteller gate in human design. And so telling stories is a beautiful way for me to teach and share the healing journey that I've been on in the hopes that it activates your own healing potential. So please reach out and let me know how you're doing in this new year. What are you going to create and how are you going to serve and heal in 2022? I am so, so happy to be with you all. And there's going to be a lot more podcasts now. So I'm playing with a little bit of music here at the end. Just want you to take a breath with me. (sighs) Bring in the energy of new beginnings. If you like guided meditations, I've been working on a lot of those. And this is my blessing and my intention for you this year. That with every breath, with every mantra, every affirmation, with every stretch, smile, laugh, you remember who you are and you bring that multi-dimensional potential into this year to help humanity. Now, I'd like to hear from you. How can I serve you this year? How can I lift you up? Come and join our community. I wish you so much healing, so much fun and excitement in 2022. Thank you for being here and keep on healing, my friends.